You've played the missions, but do you really know the lore? We are here to be your guides. Your guardians. This is Guardians of Lore. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, Guardians. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is our first Little Lore episode of the year 2022. Yay! We're covering Randy and why he's the best. He's the best. I'm going to be your host. I am Elemist. Hi, I'm Morgan. And we got some podcast info. We encourage feedback. That can be sent to us on Twitter at Guardians underscore Lore, at Hey It's Orchid, or at I underscore am underscore Elemist. You can email us at Guardians underscore Lore at Outlook.com. You can leave us a review wherever you find the podcast, which now includes Spotify. <laughs> they did it! They added! You can rate you can rate us on Spotify. Please give us five stars on Spotify so people can <laughs> find us in this stupid algorithm. We would appreciate it. Thank you so much. <laughs> or you can jump into our Discord. The link is down in the episode description, but if you want to type it all out, it's discord.gg slash lorehub. You did it. You remembered. I'm so impressed. Good I'm the job. one who set it up. I know, but still, you <laughs> didn't even put it in the show notes. You have such a good memory, and it's been like two weeks since we've done this because we had such a nice little break. <laughs> uh, you can Seriously, also. It was a really nice break. It was. It was really good. Uh, you can also find our info on thelorenetwork.com alongside many impressive lore content creators. I don't know if we're there. I've been on vacation, so, and I've been kind of sick, so I haven't even checked. I'll I'll take that. We I'll, could have had a reset. I mean, I'll I'll take that one. <laughs> okay, good. Because I'm not doing it this time. Who knows? <laughs> it's all unknown at this point. <laughs> Hands up in the air, man. So this week at Guardians of Lore, the Twoggle, how was your holiday, Orchid? Well, it was good. My sleeping schedule is totally fucked because I've been on vacation for like a week now, which is like the smartest thing I've done is just take a bunch of time off at the end of the year. Uh, usually I go home, but I did not this year because of like COVID and everything else. And we had a really big snowstorm for Oregon. We don't usually get like a lot of snow. We usually just get like little bits of snow here and there. So um, the cats and I were snowed in. And so we couldn't go anywhere anyway, which was fine. So we just kind of hung out at home. Uh, Toki attacked my face last night, which uh, if you follow me on Twitter, that kind of dates this episode when we recorded it. Uh, we're recording it on the 3rd of January. Yeah. So he was playing with my hair and miss and he scratched my face pretty good. So I have this nice like war wound like bisecting my face right now. You got to build up the myth of the scar. The myth of the scar? But he was just playing with my hair. Well, There's no, no, no. myth behind the scar. No. So like when you get back to work, oh, people are going to be like, what oh. happened? And you're going you're gonna to have to build oh. that myth up. Oh, I was attacked by a puma, but sometimes people call it a warthog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> a puma? What the hell is a puma? 
Is it Griff, Timothy? You're just making shit up. <laughs> no, I played games with a lot of friends. I streamed a couple of really long streams. I think I did a nine and a half hour stream at one point. Played a bunch of Halo with people. It was a lot of fun. A lot of like PvP. I've been I did a couple of matches of Destiny PvP. I'm totally off of it. I really don't like the sandbox changes. But that's because I just like don't play as much Destiny as I used to. Um I've had a lot of fun playing like normal Destiny stuff, but I've been playing like so much Halo that that's just like my brain's more tuned to that kind of PvP style. Makes sense. Now so I spent like a lot of my holiday doing ranked and like other Halo PvP with Blue and uh, Justin and all of them and Green. So in Pens, like we ran around a lot playing together over the holiday. What about you? Nice. Uh, I ended up hanging out with um, work buddy John. Oh, yeah. For Christmas Eve and uh, Christmas Day, actually. Oh, wow. Like Christmas Eve, we watched a bunch of Christmas episodes of Community and 30 Rock, which got me addicted to 30 Rock. And then Christmas Day, we sat down and just played Minecraft for a bit. Outside of that, (laughs) I binge watched 30 Rock. Like, I'm on the final three episodes. I remember in the last episode, we talked about you starting 30 Rock. So by this episode, you finished 30 Rock. Almost. Pretty much. By the time this comes out, I will have finished it. <laughs> so how do you like it now that you've finished it? Oh, I, it's it's hilarious. I love it. Nice. Like, it's... There's just something about it, and I don't know what. It's funny. It's a really good show. Yeah. I enjoyed it when it was on TV. And then I actually went on to Voodoo, which is essentially Ultraviolet, the, the digital rights ownership and and streaming service and i bought all of red versus blue so i've been watching that as well and uh been playing pokemon with my brother oh nice like it's single player but him and i will get on a eight hour call and just sit there and talk about it as we're playing it oh cool yeah i've never tried playing a single player game with someone else before except my sister Like, she and I will play City Skylines together, but she (laughs) does, like, modding. She's she's in, like, she does a lot of heavy modding, and she's, like, big in the City Skylines community. (laughs) Okay. Little known facts. But, like, we'll play, like, that game together, and then she'll, like, judge my not being good at that game at all, because I'm... I play that game like I play every other game, which is just to yeet myself into the game and then just like haphazardly. Play. This is why I'm not a civil engineer and she is <laughs> like an actual civil engineer. And this is why I am definitely not in that program and changed my major like <laughs> six months after. I... Her cities are, are like... all thought out and methodical and yours is just blobs. <laughs> Mine are like... Mine are like, this freeway is here, but it's also over here. But then they're kind of intertwined because they needed to like get together. <laughs> but there's a kindergarten in between them <laughs> somehow. 
<laughs> but the kindergarten is next to like the incinerator. I've got a feeling you, you would be the kind of person who would have like Pooh Mountain. Yeah, pretty much. I would totally do that. <laughs> oh man. Uh, <laughs> I approach that game like I approach every game with more knives. <laughs> And Pooh Mountain. So, <laughs> how was your dawning? Did you actually finish the stuff? Um, I pretty much have finished everything. I did my thousand snowball kills yesterday in Perdition. <laughs> oh my god. I've never been so bored in my entire life. Right. I wanted to die. <laughs> right. Why I left it for like the I thought I would kind of just get it like as I was playing, but because they only had snowballs on Europa and in like strikes and nothing else. And I'm I don't do strikes and like I couldn't I the nightfall is um is hallowed layer this week. So like I didn't I'm not doing that strike, even though I can do it. It still sucks. Well, and, and so I'm not seeking that strike out. Like it's still hard for me to do. Just because I can doesn't mean I should. Well, and and you know, even more than that, like even if they do fix all the the blankiness of it, like it's still really rough for me to do. At this point, it's ingrained in your mind that that strike is bad. It's it's not even that. It's like I can do it. Prolonged doing it, especially when I'm tired, is not a good thing for me. Yeah, definitely. And doing it really more than once. Like, I, there needs to be, like, really good conditions to do it. Like, if I am actually tired, it makes me, like, way more susceptible to seizures and everything else. So. Yeah. And I'm, like, nothing but tired. I've been trying to sleep a lot more because I'm on vacation. But my sleep schedule is completely, like, backwards and fucked right now because I've been playing with Australians. So. And, and besides. Like, you know me. That, that would be a bad way to spice up your, your stream. <laughs> uh yeah hold on let me just let me just yeah no so we don't want to do that um so i've not been doing like the nightfall or anything so you know i just decided i'll just do it in perdition this is fine so i went through i watched three episodes of discovery like the last three that i'd been missing and listened to the podcast episodes for the greatest discovery which you should totally listen to if You've never listened to that podcast before. It is like the companion podcast that goes with Discovery. It's unofficial, but they're very funny. And that's Star Trek Discovery, that, right? It's Star Trek Discovery, yeah. Um, it's on Paramount Plus. So I watched those episodes while I was doing it. <laughs> I've never been so poor. <laughs> I mean, like, the episodes were really good. I'll have to go back and, like, watch them again since I was, like, half paying attention. I was more listening than anything else. Since I was paying attention to, like, what I was doing on my screen. Makes sense. But, oh, my God. Oh, goodness. <laughs> the episodes were really good. But. That, that makes sense. Yeah. What about you? Did you finish your dining stuff? I just have, I had just have cookies left to deliver and that's it. I think I have, like, 40 cookies left. As if you really need to ask me. Of course you finished. <laughs> I did. I think I finished it like before Christmas. Wow. 
Like I, th- there was a point where I was just bored and I had nothing to do. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to grind out the, the snowball throws. Uh-huh. Ended up taking three hours, but I had people in a party, so it, it didn't feel too bad. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, no, I did it by myself. It so. was still, if I would have been alone in the party, I would have been miserable. Like I can see that not being a good grind, but yeah, I I got everything done, and in fact, I th- I think I did overboard with the uh, the cookies. What is my actual stat tracker for that? I have eight hundred and sixty nine cookies baked. I have a bunch of baked, but not delivered. And I have six hundred and eighty six delivered. Ooh. And I have 1,180 snowballs thrown. Wow. So, just a bit. (laughs) Just a bit. Look at you overachieving as usual. I can't help it. Speaking of overachieving, how is your Pokemon going? I finished the actual story for Brilliant Diamond. I've started the story for Shining Pearl. I almost have a living decks for the national pokedex for brilliant diamond i'm only missing like 80 i want to say a lot of which are evolutions using stones that are rare in that specific version so i'm i'm doing shining pearl to try and get those stones and a lot of them are version exclusives which are only found in pearl so yeah, I I was just sitting on on an eight hour call with my brother, just playing Pokemon, because I I got him a Switch for Christmas. Oh, that's so nice of you getting you got him a Switch for Christmas. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, because like he's essentially he's just gotten over COVID. His wife's grandma passed away because of it, so he's been doing a lot of. Th- of things for their family and he's about to jump back into his PhD program because it was out for the holiday. So like I, I wanted to make sure that he had something that he could just pick up and play for five minutes a day or whatever, you know, cause I'm, I learned when I was going through my graduate program that you need to make a little bit of time for yourself each day. Otherwise you're just going to be going through the motions and you're going to be miserable. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I learned that in grad school too. Right. <laughs> that's so, so true. So I got him the switch because it's something that he can pick up, you know, and play five or 10 minutes a day to de-stress. That's really nice. That's great. Uh, what about you though? Have you played any games over the holiday? I have been playing a lot of Osu like usual. I've been ranking up a lot, starting probably at the beginning of the holidays. I was, I was like, what, like 20 days ago or something? We want to count the holidays as like 20 days. I guess. Sure. I guess. (laughs) So I was, what, like 553,000, and now I'm like 500 and. 29,000th in the world, so I ranked up pretty good. Moving on up. Moving up. Moving <laughs> up. Moving up. 
Uh, in Tycho, I am um, kicking ass and taking names <laughs> as usual. I'm I'm still happy with my Tycho. As of today, I am forty five thousand three hundred eighty third in the world, six thousand three hundred sixth in the country. Okay. So, yeah, that's pretty good. I'll take your word for that. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm pretty happy with that. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. You're like, I don't know what those numbers mean, but all right. Right. I'm sitting here like... I mean, for games that have, like, millions of players, like, I'm pretty happy with those numbers. Right. And and that's that's how I'm I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people who play it. So there's millions of players, but I'm pretty happy with it. And that's good. I mean, it's just fun for me. So it's and really just like it's because I really like music games and rhythm games. And because you are a musician. Because yeah. And when I'm not playing this game, I'm playing like Hatsune Miku games and like Arkea and Voez and all these other rhythm games. So it's when I'm not playing Destiny or Halo, I'm playing rhythm games either on my phone or on my Switch. Usually on my Switch, actually. My Switch is just full of rhythm games. Like, my 3DS was full of rhythm games. Like, people ask yeah. me if I've played um, Final Fantasy. The only Final Fantasy games, besides, like, Final Fantasy fifteen, because someone finally convinced me to play Final Fantasy, which everyone is like, that's the only game you've played? I'm like, yeah, it is. That's the only game I've played from beginning to end in Final Fantasy is Final Fantasy fifteen. Is um, Final Fantasy rhythm games? <laughs> So I'm familiar with all their music because I've played the rhythm games. So. I mean, there are worse games to play. Yeah. <laughs> but. I know. It's like. I know all the music and the characters because I have them in the rhythm game. <laughs> Question mark. It's very strange. Just a bit. That's like just that's a bit. Like the only way I know, I know. Uh, but yeah. Most people are like, "Oh, Cloud, he's from Final Fantasy VII." You're like, "Cloud, he's from the rhythm game." It's the guy from Fortnite. He's from the rhythm mm. game, right? No, I mean it says on the in the rhythm game in the 3DS rhythm game it says. Um, where they're actually which from. Which game they're from. Yeah, it says that Cloud's from Final Fantasy VII. But I already knew that. I mean, I have enough friends who play Final Fantasy. And I've watched enough Final Fantasy playthroughs on Twitch and everything else. I'm pretty familiar with it at this point. Gotcha. I've been watching my friend Dr. Bright play through Final Fantasy XIV. I'm super invested in the story now. <laughs> I've never played it, but I've watched him play through all of it. <laughs> Like, I've watched him play through, like, almost the entire story of um, a lot of the new stuff. Okay. Yeah. I don't have the time or the inclination to play Final Fantasy XIV, but the story is really good. So if I did have, you know, like, the 11 billion hours to invest in a new MMO and Destiny was dead to me, I would definitely pick up Final Fantasy XIV. Like, my sister bought it for me. 
She's like, this looks like it would be a good game. I'm going to buy it for you. I'm like, don't do that. I'm not going to play it. Like, this isn't my kind of game. I'm not interested. She's like, but they have like, like elves and they're all really pretty and you can do clothes. I'm going to buy it for you. I'm like, no, please don't. Even though, yeah, you would think looking at everything, it would definitely be my kind of game, right? Like, yeah, yeah. it's it's safe to assume it. But yeah. I mean, okay, I'd be lying if I said I haven't maybe touched it a little bit, but like a little bit of hair. Toki. Some of this out of context would be hilarious. I know. Um, Speaking of hair, Toki uses my hair. So. So. Lore Network ad? Lore Network ad. Toki, you're not in this Lore Network ad. The Lore Network. Hey guys, this is Rendell. If you've been around on social media recently, you may have seen reports of new lights and returning guardians being thrust into Dares of Eternity with pretty much no warning and with no way of getting past some enemies that are present in the mode. Bungie has confirmed that they are working on a fix for this issue, but in the meantime, we want to encourage our listeners to join us in what's being called Operation Save the New Lights. Participating in this is pretty easy. All you have to do is queue into Dares of Eternity with as low power level equipment as you can. As a side note, if you still happen to have your Festival of the Lost Mask, wear it. That'll go a long way to getting you down to as close to 1100 as you can. From there, just go ahead and load on into Dares of Eternity, and as soon as you join in with a match, go ahead and swap over to high level PvE gear that's focused on crowd control and support. The end goal is just to help these blueberries get to the finish line. So let's come together and show them the good in this community. Gotta say, that Lord Network ad was missing a lot of Toki. I was missing boobs, too. Wait, that was an option? It's always an option. Fuck. I know. <laughs> you really gotta like ask the people who make these ads to spice it up a little bit. <laughs> so, a little lore episode explanation. Some lore isn't pressed neatly into lore books, but they add to the overall universe of Destiny. So we're going to use these little lore episodes to do a dive into these individual lore tabs. Would you like to kick us off? I would love to. So this is about Randy and why Randy is the best blueberry that has ever blueberried in all of Destiny. Randy is mentioned in every single lore tab that we're going to read today, which is why we picked all of these lore tabs. He has been like sprinkled throughout the lore of Destiny. He's, and he's that recurring background character. He is. And I love that so much that they just keep bringing him up again, like again and again and again. Like, here's Randy back again. Like, why? Because he's Randy the random. He's just he's always there. It's very oh, funny. Yeah. I don't know. He's... But this is for Redrick's Claymore. Uh, how it is obtained. It was obtained in the Glory playlist during the Warmind season. It is no longer available. Um, this was really sweaty to get. If you did not get it, I'm really sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you yes. did get it, I'm also very sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Uh, is it good? Yes, it is flavor text on the ladder and in the fight momentum is the answer 
Frederick's three slid past roaring tracers and slammed into a concrete lectern so hard he cracked it, tiny puffs of dust drifting up around him. Randy, you idiot! He screamed into his radio. You pissed him off! I shot him, came Randy's voice over comms. That's what we do in the crucible, Redricks. Just as Redricks thought it was safe to leave his cover, heavy rifle fire thundered against the other side of the dais. His opponent was warning him to stay put. He keyed his radio. But you didn't kill him, Randy. Now he knows where we are. I pinned down. Wait for everyone else to catch up. The sky fell. Redricks only heard it when he felt it, every atom of his body dissolving as a bolt from the blue sky blasted a crater into the earth. His emerging fire team was caught in the wake. Their ghosts brought them all back in staccato bursts of light. Lord Shax beckoned them into the crater he had made. Make take, Redrick said. His fire team and Shax all stared. Make take, Redrick tried again. His ghost frowned and ran a beam of light across Redrick's chassis. How many of these tests are you going to make us take? Redrick's managed. His ghost nodded. Just the one. Jax said, spread the word. Starting today, the crucible is ranked and you've all just been seated. Go make history. I love it. But like the way it's written, it makes me wonder if Redrix's fire team is actually fighting Shax. I'm wondering the same thing. Like. Or Shax and, um, and bots or something. Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if it was just Sha- uh, just Shax himself. It could have been just Shax, yeah. You pissed him off. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Like, that's what leads me to believe it. Randy, you idiot. You pissed him off. You shot him, but you didn't kill him. Yeah. You know, I shot him. That's what we do in the Crucible. <laughs> you shot him, but you didn't kill him. Yeah. And then Shax just comes in and Titan slams all of them together yeah like that's what makes me think that it, it's they're all fighting shacks aside from that it's a very straightforward entry mm-hmm. it's just it's it's fun it's fun i want to talk about the gun for a second okay do you like it so i do not have the claymore itself i have the broadsword okay all right i mean they're pretty, they're essentially the same they were essentially uh, yeah. It was just the broadsword actually had random rolls, mm-hmm. whereas the claymore was a a static roll. Static. It, it was from a time that all we had were static rolls. That being said, I actually do enjoy it. Like I've I've enjoyed using the broadsword. I miss using the broadsword. The actual perk that made it so special for our listeners, whenever you got a precision kill and you reloaded because it had outlaw you would activate desperado which meant that your rate of fire increased but it didn't affect any other stats nope because like typically whenever rate of fire increases on a a weapon they nerf or buff the impact just to make it more even but this perk didn't do that. It made it very, very nasty. Oh, and it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and and you can actually get that roll on um, 
You can get it on the messenger. Yes, the messenger. Which is why everyone was going after it when they brought it back. Yeah. Because they were like, oh. Because it's the Regix roll. It's the Redrix roll. Yeah. So for people who weren't able to get Redrix, you can still get mostly Redrix on a messenger. I think you can buy Redrix. Yeah, I was about to actually. say, I think you can buy Redrix from the, the kiosk. Yeah. So to be able to just buy the weapons that we had to earn. I wonder what that's like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not like I um use the kiosk to buy not forgotten. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to forget I said anything. Back to the show. Wow. It must be so nice. <clears throat> but you, you know what? Read the next one. But you know what? They can't buy this <laughs> next one. True. So this next one is Hardline. How it was obtained? This weapon was only found in the files of Forsaken. It was never available as far as we know. As far as we know. We don't know. The flavor text reads, They don't make Dark Age tech like this anymore. Lucky for you, I kept all mine. The Drifter. Randy stands before the Drifter with his arms folded tight across his chest. I don't get it. Give it to me. Drifter's picking his teeth with a dirty toothpick. He grins at Randy, toothy. The silence drags on. Randy shuffles in place and waits, scowling. Eventually, Drifter sniffs deeply and flicks the toothpick at Randy's chest. It bounces off and lands on the concrete. Yeah, yeah. He crouches and begins rummaging through a faded knapsack. Can't do a trick without a treat, right? In a moment, he straightens and offers Randy a piece of paper. Randy looks at it, then at Drifter. His frown deepens. You said the prize was a gun. Sure did, the Drifter says. He works his jaw, missing his toothpick. Without moving the paper or his hand, he leans and sweeps it up off the concrete. Bring this ticket to Banshee, and he'll cash you out for your prize, huh? Just like you like. Say, you got anything to eat? So this was a good entry. I Poor Drifter being hungry all the time. Right. <laughs> I kind of want to talk before we talk about the entry, how we knew it wasn't available. <laughs> Yeah. So we actually semi-recorded a bit for this before we recorded this. And then we realized halfway through, we're like, wait a second, we can't find it anywhere. Because I was looking through my collections on Bungie.net and I'm like, I can't find it. And I have my auto rifles are complete. On Bungie, I have all of them. And I did not have this one anywhere. I'm like, that's not possible. If it's complete, I should have it. And she mentioned it to me. So I went hunting on Dim and Light.gg and like every resource I could think of. I went looking through Ishtar and I'm like, that looks like Hazard of the Cast. That doesn't look like any that that looks different. 
And so we were looking for it and it's, we eventually found out that we, we figured that it just wasn't ever released. So the weapon was found. It was actually thanks yeah. to Destinypedia that we were able to find out that it was just found in the files. Like it was not actually a released weapon. Right. Surprisingly enough. So yeah, I'm very surprised that they would not release a weapon that has this kind of lore on it because this lore is great. I like this lore a lot, especially since Randy is on this lore and the drifter is hungry because when is the drifter not hungry? The drifter is always hungry. And it might be a psychosomatic thing at this point, especially since he was so traumatized in a drifter's gambit. Uh, from his own lore book of being res so many times starving. Like, poor guy. Man with no name. Man with no name, thank you. His ghost is such an asshole. <laughs> A reset would be much easier. I can't imagine. I can't imagine going through that. Just, oh, poor guy. Having to go through so many reses, like, absolutely starving. Well, and... and- I'm I'm wondering, like going back to the fact that the the entry itself wasn't released. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if it was purely because they were planning on doing lore entries for every weapon, and it proved to be too much of a task. So then they scrapped the idea, but they forgot to actually scrap this weapon itself. Right. You know, this was kind of at a time. We do know kind of the history of the narrative department now with the IGN article. And we know this was kind of around the time also that Activision was kind of divorcing itself from Bungie. Yep. (laughs) That that was also kind of at the same time that that might have led to this might have been a little bit of a problem. So I'm just speculating. I don't know anything about any of the internal workings of the company at all so right this is just me guessing as an outsider i don't have any inside information any people i know at the company are just people that i play video games with they're not people that tell me anything and and that's pretty much all we can do is just speculate because we are not in the company we don't have clear line of sight into what's going on there no, and it's really none of our business. Right. And I don't really want it to be my business, TPH. Right. Like, that's their business. No, and, and that's exactly it. Seriously. Like, it's not my business. But for in terms of this, getting back to this lore tab, Randy essentially just, like, really just wants guns. And that seems to be the more we read through these lore entries, the more we're going to see that he just wants really shiny weapons. He's like every other player. He's like every player. That's just very funny to me. He's every blueberry. We we have a literal... We just want the shiny guns. We have a literal embodiment of the players yes. in the game. And that can definitely be seen in the next entry. It's amazing. I love it. Would you like to read this next one? I would love to. 
This next one is Randy's throwing knife. The greatest gun in the entire game. Don't even at me. How it is obtained is it is obtained from a seasonal ritual quest for Crucible during the Shadowkeep season. Now you can just buy it. Chuckle fucks. The flavor text reads, On me, team. I'm capturing the third point. Randy, upon receiving orders not to. I love it. I love it so much. We've, and that's it. We've got them. We've got them spawn locked. Don't push for A. Got it. Push for A. What? No, Randy, stop. On me, team. Oh, Randy is is every blueberry that I've ever played Crucible with. Mm-hmm. 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 Because I seem to get all the, the dead brain ones and all the PvP sweats are on the opposing team. Yep. That happens in, like, every single control match. <laughs> right. There is no lore on this gun, which is a shame. I think the flavor text is enough, though. The flavor text really is enough, but I really wish there was lore on this gun. But oh, really, the flavor text is enough. This is a really, really good gun. And it is. Oh, God. What's the gambit weapon this season? Uh... Oh, that, that scout rifle. Uh, servant leader. Yeah. So servant leader is essentially Randy's throwing knife. If you can get the right role on it. Um, so Randy's throwing knife had rapid hit kill clip, um, with extended mag and fluted barrel. If you can find that same role on servant leader, you have Randy's throwing knife and it's better. Right. Cause servant leader is a, a full auto. Yeah frame well randy's throwing knife was full auto oh i i knew randy's throwing knife was i didn't yeah think about what servant leader was yeah that's a rapid fire okay yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it's a it's a rapid fire 260 rpm 45 impact (laughs) that is great servant leader is essentially like randy's throwing knife it is really good so you'll get really close and with random rolls. So they've essentially like re-released it. It's very good. I still hold it. Randy Soaring Knife is excellent. They should just, you know, unsunset it, you cowards. <laughs> but I don't think they would be able to because it's just too good. God, those pinnacle weapons were just too good back then. They were definitely unique. Yeah, they were. Um I, they're way better than the pinnacle weapons they've been doing lately because they're all garbage. Well, and and that's the problem is that back then they were pinnacle. They were something they unique. They were elite weapons. Elite yeah. weapons. Now they're just god. Now Trash. they are ritual weapons, which is just code for Trash. grindy and easily outpaced. Didn't you know ritual weapons in Latin is Latin for trash? No? Oh, it's okay. Yeah. Do you want to read the next one? Yeah. Nice. And this is the Bounty Trials Triplet. This is not a gun? No. Oh, man. 
Okay. You can buy this bounty from Saint-14 for the Trials of Osiris. Oh. The flavor text reads, but they aren't all three-round bursts. It doesn't make any sense. Randy, Trials Participant. And the objective for the actual bounty is, as a fire team, defeat opponents using pulse rifle final blows in Trials of Osiris. That makes sense. Randy's got a pulse rifle. No, Randy's got a scout rifle. It's his throwing knife. He has a pulse rifle, too. That's Redrick's. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Simple, straightforward. Mm-hmm. That's fun. <laughs> I like if they aren't all three rambers. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Fucking Randy. I kind of. He has a point. (laughs) I kind of feel like whenever they want to say something stupid, they're like, all right, let's just have Randy in there. Yeah, but Randy's got a point. Randy's the everyman. (laughs) There's only a handful that aren't three Baron Burst. But he's got a point. (laughs) Would you like to continue on with our last entry? I would love to. We saved the best for last. This is Gallerhorn. Oh, for the love of... For the last time, that's not how it's pronounced. It's pronounced Yallerhorn. Yallerhorn! How it is obtained... If you didn't get it in Destiny 1, you can now get it by completing the And Outfly the Wolves quest from Astacross, I mean Shahan, if you have the 30th anniversary content. Uh, but you better hurry, because the 30th anniversary content ends on February 22nd, 2022. The flavor text reads, If there is beauty in destruction, why not also in its delivery? Crux. Randy finally reaches the tower. It was a long road from the Cosmodrome, but Shahan had given him some good directions. His ship had only exploded twice on the trip from Old Russia, and while he defended his ghost's second and much better repair job, he even found some loot. As he materializes on the receiving pad of the tower, a gathering horde of humans and guardians of all ages gather around a singular figure deep in the crowd. Randy can feel an almost mythic aura, exotic even, radiating from the figure. He jabs his scuffed elbows through the crowd to get a clear look. When he finally breaks through, he understands the draw, the guardian. They stand, one leg propped up on the tower railing. Randy's ghost talked about this person a few times before, some kind of hero. Big deal, Randy was a hero too. Amazing, the Titan says about the weapon in the Guardian's hands. Randy looks at the Titan wearing a strange chainmail visor. It's just a rocket launcher. I got one of those in old Russia the other day, Randy brags proudly, unholstering a launcher. His ghost, Dandy, nudges him. 
Now listen here, Barry Blue, Dandy says, what you are looking at in the Guardian's hands is a top-of-the-line Wolfpack deployment device, each firing of which unleashes hell in the form of a swarm of homing micro-rockets. I've told you a flock of crows is called a murder, but they really should have reserved the name for this swarm instead. Randy holds up his bad omens. I can put a tracking module on this. Dandy chuckles. I guess... Randy looks at the bad omens. His pride turns into frustration at the mediocrity of his equipment. In a fit of anger, he heaves the launcher over the Guardian's head and over the tower railing. The Guardian pivots and drops to a solid stance. They shoulder and fire off the Gallarhorn like a volcanic eruption, blowing the bad omens to smithereens. Micro-tracking rockets hunt down and turn each piece of falling debris to fireworks before they hit the ground. The acrid, sweet smell of burning fuel hangs in the air. Randy's jaw drops. The Guardian steps forward and places the Gallarhorn into Randy's hands with a smile. Start your legend with this instead. So we just hand over Gallahorn to Randy. Well, we already had it in Destiny 1. We might as well. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And can we take a moment? Randy and his ghost is Dandy. I love that so much. Randy <laughs> and Dandy. That's hilarious. And even his ghost is bagging on him. Now listen here, Barry Blue. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Oh man. That's so funny. But yeah, it's it's our guardian. You know, the yeah. guardian. The guardian. Whenever the guardian is talked about, it's us. We're not in lore very much. Not lately at least. Very rarely are we in lore. It, it we used to be. Yeah, not not anymore though. Yeah. Which I kind of like. It's it's helping to build the actual universe itself. Yeah. One of the things that I found funny was that Randy had a bad omens, which is a gambit weapon. Right. Now, like, I don't know if this is actually taking place back when Randy was freshly resed or what. I, I doubt it because it says, you know, big deal. Randy was a hero, too. Bad omens is a world drop. I, I know it is now. Yeah. It used to only be for Gambit. That and it, it still has some of the Gambit iconography on it. Yeah, it does. They haven't changed that. But the other thing I wanted to point out. So in the flavor text, that line, you know, if there is beauty and destruction, why not also in its delivery? That hasn't changed since Gallahorn was first released. That's true. Like, mm -hmm. that is the flavor text on the year one Destiny 1 Gallarhorn. And I love that. And Faisal Crux is actually one of the founders of a foundry called Crux Lomar. Um, they do a, all kinds of different rockets. So, like, the Baron RS slash 1, uh, RS slash 2, Cupbearer. They also do Dragon's Breath, Truth. So, like, they just, their wheelhouse is rocket launchers. 
and the other founder for that is Victor Lomar. And the cool thing is their actual like logo mm-hmm. is a skull. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know any of that. It's a weird looking skull, but it's a skull. That's a skull? Well, like what else would you call it? <laughs> you don't want me to say what I would call it? I, mm, you're probably right on that. Something else. I would call it something <laughs> else. But, um, so yeah, their rocket launcher names use a royal or noble title followed by a two-letter alpha code and a number. So like Baron RS1, Cutbearer SA2. Uh, the only ones that don't fit that are the exotics, and that's because they're exotic. They're exotic, right. So like you've got Dragon's Breath or Gallarhorn Truth. Mm-hmm. And diving into Destiny Warn lore for Gallarhorn, the original Gallahorn was actually made out of the armor of all the guardians that fell at Twilight Gap. Oh. Right. That's so sad. The Gallarhorn shoulder-mounted rocket system was designed and personally crafted by Faisal Crux as a gift to the guardians who fought the Battle of the Twilight Gap. Forged from the armor of the thousands who fell, to wield Gallarhorn is to wield honor against any attempt at our extermination. Oh. And that was actually from one of the art books. Gallahorn is like iconic to Destiny. Right. Um <clears throat> and there's a lot of like myth- mythology that goes behind it, but I'm not going to act like I know a lot of it. Mhm. The entry that I'm specifically looking up is on Destinypedia, so I if anybody wants to dive into that mythology, I recommend you go check that out. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Have you had fun with, with G-Horn? I have. I enjoyed getting it in Destiny 1 and um, losing it again when I moved over to Xbox and then not having it. <laughs> <laughs> having it again in Destiny 2 with like the same sound and the same feeling. This been really nice. There's nothing like hearing that thump. Yeah. Getting this sparrow actually was like really cool. Because it was the same sparrow as in Destiny 1. Yep. The Galler Swift. Kenny. Yeah. So Kenny and one of his friends um, spent the hour and a half getting me through the master to get the sparrow. And it was really nice of them. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, the the master is not something to be uh That was uh that was a struggle. I I struggled with the master once and then I was like, "All right, never again." Never doing that again. Yep, never doing that again. <laughs> Did it once. Uh never doing it again. But the sparrow is pretty. I'm glad I have it. But yeah, oh, when I got Gowerhorn, I just kind of like sat with it for a second. It was really nice to have again. So, the very first time that I had Gallarhorn drop for me was during the weekend, or during the week, that Bungie was trying out the radarless uh, Crucible. And this was back in, like, the dark below. Oh, no way. All the way back then? Yeah. 
Oh, wow. You're lucky. I had, well, and like, so, so the sad thing is I only had like 10 minutes before I had to, you know, leave. So I was like, all right, you know what? I'll jump into a crucible match. I, I'm not that good, but let's just have fun. I was bottom of the leaderboard on both teams. And all of a sudden on the reward screen pops Gallarhorn for me. And I'm like, oh, oh, my God. First off, the rest of my team is probably pissed. Yeah. Second off, I don't even have time to go play with my new toy. Fuck. Yeah. So I I was I was that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I'm one of those people that bought it. <laughs> so and they get better by strange coins. And that's and that's fair. Like weapons that you buy through Zer are still earned. Mm -hmm. Like you had to get the materials to buy it. Oh yeah. That's why like it's so funny to me. Um when I give people so much shit for buying stuff because like I totally did that in Destiny one. So But like there's a difference though. It was so hard in D1 for shit to drop because the drop rate for things is so much lower back then. Well, and and more than that, like so with D1, it was only Zer on the weekend and he only sold exotic armor and the one exotic weapon. Yep. Mm -hmm. Whereas in D2, they have an entire kiosk that you can go buy stuff from. Yep. I mean, yeah, you might have to do, you know, uh, spoils farming mm -hmm. to get half the stuff, but it was more of a, something to be excited about back in D1. That and, and it was still something new. It was it was still fresh. It You know, we weren't jaded after seven years. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know what, it's a nice gun to have, and I'm really glad they brought it back. Uh, I never thought they would. Considering they specifically said they wouldn't? Yeah, it was, they specifically said they would never bring it back, and then they did. So I'm like, good for them for, you know, deciding that it was something that they were going to bring back, especially for the 30th anniversary. So I'm glad they made it a special thing to bring back, to celebrate 30 years and I, I, I feel like they brought it back in a balanced state. Yeah. Like I knew it's not too powerful and they brought it back in a way that doesn't require everyone to have it. And, and like I knew we weren't going to get year one of Destiny 1 Gallahorn because it was just so OP that that was the answer to everything. And it, it was even an answer in year three. You know, but. I feel like we got closer to the year three version with with the new release and they actually added on to it. So like I, I feel it's more balanced. I think it is balanced and it negated the whole like you must have this gun to do this thing because that was a huge problem in Destiny 1. So I think this was this is a good balance and the entry is so delightful there. We got so little lore with this release and I know the reason was is because the team that did it didn't have they had as much time as like an entire season but like not as many people and they had like they they had all of this content that they had to like shove into it they didn't it, it was a bunch of circumstances but you know they didn't have the story 
at all. They had no story. So it's just like, we need to release all this shit. There's no story. We're just releasing it. Here it is. Gallerhorn is great. I'm so glad they have Randy on it. Um, I think this solidifies Randy as the best blueberry in the entire game, hands down, from not capturing zones correctly to uh, (laughs) shooting at Shaxx and not killing him correctly to (laughs) having the best scout rifle in the game named after you, honestly, to being on the 30th anniversary version of the greatest rocket launcher in the game, which is also a nerf weapon that you can go buy at a store. And I'm seriously considering it being on Gallerhorn's lore tab, which is the, I think the only lore tab we got this season. Uh, It's one of two that we got for the 30th anniversary. Yeah. For the 30th anniversary weapons. The other one that we got was forerunner was for forerunner right so being on one of two weapons but being on gallerhorn is pretty epic yep and having it be randy um i think that solidifies randy as being the best blueberry in the whole game absolutely he's the best yep i think randy wins hands down (laughs) So, I really hope we see Randy in the future. He delights the shit out of me. I've got a feeling we're going to. I hope so. I really like Randy a lot. And you know, with with Destiny as a franchise branching out, mm-hmm. I would love to see a show with him. Oh, don't tempt me like that. Just a bunch of like one-off episodes of just his adventures. That'd be too good. That'd be too good. Don't tempt me like that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That would be too good. (laughs) No. (laughs) So, uh, Orchid, shout outs? Oh, we usually, for all of these, we usually shout out like random shit because it's like, what's your favorite ship? What's your favorite scout rifle? What's your favorite meh? But do you know what? I'm going to be like, I really like Randy's throwing knife. That's my favorite scout rifle in the game, unless it's symmetry. Like, I love Randy's throwing knife. I still use it sometimes in places where I don't need to be at light level. I legit still use the Randy, like Randy's throwing knife. I'll pull it out <laughs> of my, like, I have not, I, I have a count on it of like 27,000 kills or something. Like, not Crucible kills. Like, my Crucible kills is, like, 9,000 or something on it. I still use that gun all the time. Gotcha. I love that gun. So, shout out to Randy's throwing knife. I love that gun so much. <laughs> what about you? I I think I'm going to have to do my, my shout out to uh, Redrix's Claymore. Oh, yeah. Just because, like, I, I love the little brother of it and the little er brother of it but like the lore tab on it is just so freaking amazing the the idea that they just pissed shacks off enough that he just titan smashes them and and then he's like all right we're doing ranked now it's just it's amazing (laughs) so this is the part of the episode we like to give special thanks the audio for this episode was produced by rindle zivas you can find him on Twitter, at Rindel Zivas. The music in this episode is copyright Bungie. 
we're able to use it under the fair use policy because they love their content creators. The artwork for this episode is handled by some weirdo named Orchid. What? Who's that? I've never heard of her. You can find her on Twitter at Hey It's Orchid. Woo. And if you'd like to dive into Destiny lore on your own, visit ishtar-collective.net. They are the resource we use to make our show notes. Thank you, Baxter. Thank you, Baxter. And final reminders. You can find us on Twitter at Guardians underscore lore, at Hates Orchid, or at I underscore am underscore Elemist. You can email us at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. You can leave us a review wherever you find the podcast, including Spotify now. <gasps> hey, Spotify, you guys aren't shit anymore. <laughs> I no longer have to say fuck you, Spotify. <laughs> You're okay in my book. Considering the link that we post every week on Twitter is from Spotify. <laughs> That's besides the point. <laughs> Um, you can, you can also jump into our discord. The link for it is down in the episode description, but if you want to type it all out, it's discord.gg slash lorehub. So Orchid, say goodbye. Goodbye. Take care. Otters. Go boom. <laughs>